Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to the Black Squadron Podcast, episode 17. BP here, and as always, I'm joined by David, Cam, and Slade. Uh, this episode is very special. We finally have a legitimate, actual member of the Black Squadron, Snap Wexley, a.k.a. Greg Grunberg, kind enough to join us for a 30-minute interview. So I'm just going to jump right into that, and uh, hope you guys enjoy and may the force be with you. Okay. All right. So uh, I'll just ask you a couple questions and uh, answer any way you feel like. <laughs> Dude, ask away. Um, so um, I caught your interview with the Star Wars show a little bit. So I know you didn't get a phone call saying who you were, but how did it feel when JJ told you you were Snap Wexley? Um, it was insane. I mean, I, I found out because, like, I, I got to London and, um, as soon as I landed, I went to the hotel, threw my stuff down, and, and it was dinner time. JJ was like, hey, we're all having dinner at this restaurant. It's a Chinese restaurant. Come check it out. Come say hello. And I was like, okay. And I don't know any of these people. Like, Boyega, <laughs> didn't know who he was. Oscar, never met, but knew, you know, who he was. But uh, Daisy, I mean, these are people that hadn't really done much, and I hadn't certainly crossed their paths before. Um, I knew who Kathy Kennedy was. I'd never met her. Um, Larry Kasdan, like it, this was, I was like, Oh, okay. Anyway, I get to the restaurant and it's down below. So the re main restaurant's here and then there's a room down below and I walk down the stairs and as I'm walking down the stairs, they're all just right there and they're all looking it up at like, I don't know, maybe they were expecting egg foo young or I don't know what they were expecting, some food coming. <laughs> and, and I walk downstairs and JJ goes, Oh no, Larry Kasdan goes, there he is. Snap Wexley. And that was the first that I heard my name Jeez. and I, I didn't even know what that was. I mean, JJ said, look, maybe I'll make you an X-Wing pilot. Maybe I'll make you this or that. And and, and I've done this throughout my career. He's my best friend. We've known each other since we're five. I trust him with my life uh, and my career, obviously. And anything he does, we do together is is always a blast. And, and he's just so brilliant. So whatever. I was like, I'm in, you know, whatever. And then uh, I sit down and I go, wait a minute. What did you say? And he's like, Snapbox, you JJ, you didn't tell him? And he's like, I hadn't, I hadn't told him the name yet. It's just, it was like it was so surreal and it was so cool. And then also just almost like hearing that tagline for Black Squadron, you know, hearing the name Snap Wexley immediately. I mean, I, I it just it feels like a pilot's name. It feels cool. It feels fun. And it's got some um, levity to it, which is what I always like to bring to characters and stuff. Um, you know, it, it's. Like, it's not like uh, Eagle Eye Wexley or something. It's kind of fun, you know? So I, anyway, like I said, it could have been, it could have been there's shit face Wexley and I would have been happy, but it was, <laughs> it was Snap Wexley and I was thrilled, man. I was so in. That's incredible. What, what a way to find out. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, have you read in the Aftermath trilogy about Timon? Um, I've, I've read 
I've, I've skimmed and I've read, yeah. a, you know, a bunch and, uh, and, and I've become really friendly with Charles Sewell. And so, um, you know, he's writing some stuff and, and I just actually on Twitter, he said, Hey, I'm going to write some stuff, uh, some pilot stuff. And, and, uh, and I, or, or just some star Wars stuff while I'm quarantined here. And I said, wait a minute, why don't you write it and I'll read it. And, um, Ooh. so he was like, Whoa. And then we DM'd each other and I said, I mean it. I mean, if you write something and you want, I'll, I'll do the, you know, I'll do the audio of it. And, uh, I hope that happens because that guy is so talented. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not such a good guy. Too. Love him. Yeah. yeah we see stuff coming out with the, um, with their, their books coming up with him. And just, just looking at some of his base ideas for what he has, because you know, they can't release that much yet, but just, you know, like I said, the overarching stuff, it gets us as fans really excited. So yeah, spot on. I think he's a super, super author. Yeah. I mean, I look with, with the expansion of Disney plus and, and um, you know, Mandalorian, I'm just loving so much. And, and Favreau's a genius. He's an old buddy of mine too. I, I love, what's happening. So I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I know I went down in a ball of flames, by the way, went down in an X wing, but took off in an A wing. <laughs> Go pull that up. Oh, <laughs> Go back and rewatch. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm like, JJ, I'm preparing an A wing. And then I crash in an X wing. He's like, shut up. You died. I'm like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> he goes, you were prepping, you were prepping some other ship and then you got to, I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm looking for any way to still be alive, but, uh, no, I, I, I would love it if they went back and did sort of like a, uh, like a top gun series on the pilots, you know, or Absolutely. a backstory on the pilots or go home with the pilot. I mean, I want to see my, you know, my family and my, you know, maybe, maybe not, they don't really do that in star Wars, but you know what I mean? Just, um, just, just, you know, take that and, and develop a series around those pilots. I think it'd be very cool. I think that a Disney Plus series starring Snap and Mr. Bones would be amazing. Oh, Mr. Oh my Bones. God. <laughs> I wish I would have worked with Mr. Bones. Like, that would have oh. been incredible. Everybody talks waiting, about Mr. Bones. I love it. I was waiting for him to be in the co your co-pilot. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that guess, should have happened. Should I guess happen. now you have to uh, send JJ a text. Pitch him the idea, Disney Plus, Mr. Bone Snap. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, oh. he's got his plate. I just saw him. This was crazy. So he, this is, this is. Uh, I don't even know why I'm sharing this, but it's like at a time like this, when you don't really, you know, I'm seeing you guys, but I don't see you guys. I'm a hugger, man. I love people. We have the same interests. I can tell we'd be buddies. It's so hard right now. I mean, I luckily I have my family. We're all in the house and you guys have your kid. Can you imagine if you were separated and, uh, you know, and so JJ and I, you know, we really are like brothers and he's one of the you know few people in my life, um, other guys in my band and where I just would see them on a regular basis. And I hadn't seen JJ for like two weeks. We talked, you know, we talk every other day or every day or whatever, little text, whatever. He's my buddy. And then, uh, one day he was like, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm at my office. He's like, I'm at the office too. I'll meet you downtown. And, and it's not very convenient. It's not like, uh, you know, I'll meet you on the corner. And, and we met downtown, which is something we had never done, um, you know, maybe for years and years. And we had lunch and walked around. It was great. And then, uh, and then this whole thing hit. And I just reached out to him and I was like, man, I'm so, luck I'm so glad we did that because I, I got my and, – and, you know, I didn't see his wife. I didn't see his kids. They are my kids too. You know, I love them so much and I, his family so great, but it's one of those things where you really, I'm, I'm really feeling it now, like appreciating that, that real connection, seeing people, you know, 
Yeah, 100%. Um, we, our group here, we're not just a podcast, but as we, we have a group chat that we talk literally every day, all day. <laughs> um, so uh, we've been <laughs> but how great is that? It's, yeah. it's great. It's yeah. so great. And it's great that you have something now. Now tell me how, take me back to how the Black Squadron started. Is this something that you all met online? No. or? Hey, I got this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've been working conventions for a while, um, like New York Comic Con, Awesome Con, all these stuff. And I have a um, side thing that I do. It's just this nerd collective. And I get press passes to conventions a lot. Okay. Um, and I go and I work them. So I was going to Star Wars Celebration last year. And I, and I had like, I had uh, three passes and I said, man, I need people to help me out with everything I'm doing. So I reached out to BP right here and I reached out to Cam, who's one of the other people who was on this call. And I said, guys, meet me in Chicago for celebration. I don't live next to any of them. They're in, we're in different parts of the country mostly, but I knew them anyway. So we met over there for Star Wars celebration and, you know, these two especially just hit it off like... I mean, Han and Chewie. It was just... They were, <laughs> BP's the hairier one. He's Chewie. Right, right. Right. That's not at all. <laughs> but, but you're still not telling me the seed. Like, how did you even meet BP? So, uh, like Mike said, or Slate said, we, he does Comic-Cons, and I do a lot of Comic-Cons, too. I have uh, Black Squadron Studios. I make stuff. I draw stuff. Uh, oh, awesome. Okay. So we met there because we're, we're locals for the most part. Like, I'm in downtown D.C. He's outside of D.C., so we knew from that. Um, Cam and Slade have known each other for the longest time. I'm pretty sure Slade was even the efficient at Cam's wedding. That's oh, true. nice. That's true. So... We hit it off at Gangbusters in Chicago. Um, then I put out on Twitter, I was like, man, I'd love to start a Star Wars podcast because that's what the world needs is an additional Star Wars podcast. <laughs> um, and David replied. And honestly, that's how it started. We, we DM'd and we had a Skype call and we clicked. So uh, it just kind of worked out. We all have the same interests. We, we're Star Wars fans. We're, we love all the Star Wars. We were positive about it. I mean, don't be me wrong. There's things we don't like. Uh, there's things yeah, that are course. bizarre. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like there's this uh, there's this character named Snap Wixley who was fi fixing an A wing and died in an X wing. Like exactly. <laughs> Come on. I mean that's a problem. That's that's a whole episode. Oh <laughs> man. Um, and then uh, I, I'd love to know like if you if there's something you don't like, do you try to get that or uh, you know is this the first? Do you have do you have people from Star Wars on the show? Am I one of the first or is it? You know, so you're the first one that has agreed and has actually followed through. Awesome. <laughs> um, we've had a, we've had five others that are just for one reason or another um, have not Douche been bags? able to come on yet. No, <laughs> uh, they've been really cool. Um, uh, John Morton, who was Dak and yeah, uh, Boba yeah. Fett for a scene, um, which yeah. by the way he was crushed by an ATAT, but in his mind and he has an own story that Dak survived. Of so, course. Snap had to survive. Of course. <laughs> um, uh, Benjamin Hartley from Rogue One. He was a pilot. Yeah. Next pilot. Um, Anna Gravy, who is Duchess Satine. She's going to come on soon. And uh, Mike Quinn. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, another. Well, I hope uh, I hope this uh, kind of, um, you know, uh, gets the snowball going. You can tell him I did the show <laughs> and, and I loved it. And um, because, I mean, it's hard. It's like I've even, you know, I've had uh, I have three podcasts. Oh, I I, I did one called an actor, comedian, and musician walk into a bar, and it was me, um, Kirk Fox, who's a hilarious comedian, and uh, Nick Marzok, is a great musician, uh, up and coming singer songwriter. 
and then I would bring an actor on and, and occasionally you'd have a singer come on or whatever. And it was really fun. Um, and, and we did 40 episodes of that or something like 35 and it was great. Now I'm doing one called, um, uh, talk about it, which is an epilepsy podcast. Everybody in the epilepsy world, my oldest son has epilepsy. So I'm trying to show, you know, you can live an extraordinary and great life and, and, you know, with having epilepsy. And then, um, I have one called corner stories, which is all about small businesses, um, which is really awesome. I, I, I'm a very entrepreneurial guy and I love that. So, um, but it's fun. What's fun about it for me is the people that you meet and the people that you hang out with. You guys would be doing this anyway. Why not record it? You know, yeah. because there's only right. a billion and a half people out there that are talking about exactly what you're <laughs> <Yeah>. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when I, when I came up with the name, I didn't want Star Wars in the name. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to find something that was within Star Wars, not maybe everybody would know. So uh, I think we're spreading the, the gospel. That is the Black Squadron. <laughs> you know who, you, who, I'll, who I'll recommend? Um, it'd just be really, really fun. Is this guy, JC. Do you know JC? He owns um, the uh, Scum and Villainy which is the, uh, the, bar the bar in yeah. Hollywood where Kevin Smith does his podcasts and, and stuff. But JC yeah. is like, he's like one of the well-known Star Wars fanatics. Like he's been on talk shows talking about it and stuff. But then he and his, uh, and his girlfriend, wife now, um, they opened up that place and it's so much fun. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like you walk in now, it's like it's got a little Trek stuff in the beginning and in the, in, the, in the opening and then you walk in. But it's the place is it's all right. It's, it's a restaurant. It's fine. But yeah. it's the people, man. It's like everybody dresses up. You go there anytime. And there's some there's a, uh, you know, a stormtroopers walking around and there's a Darth <laughs> Maul. And you're like, this is awesome. Like, you really feel like you're in a bar in space, you know, um, uh, but speaking, it's because speaking of, of TV. I yeah. actually wanted to tell you, I miss geeking out. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I, I really to. wish that was still on TV because I loved it. Thank you. I, um, I'm trying. It won't be geeking out, but a, a, a similar sort of thing. Kevin and I have, have been talking. I mean, not recently, but when I mentioned it to him, he's like, no one wants to t see two fat white guys talking about uh, you know, <laughs> pop culture. And I'm like, okay, so now he's not fat. So we can do. That was yeah. spot on, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. He's like, come on, man. What are you, man? He's, uh, he is just absolutely the best. What I loved about that show was, and you probably get this when you talk to people, you're talking to someone right now. You guys are deep cuts. Like, you really know your Star Wars stuff. And, and you know, you know it way beyond but how I know it and I'm in it, um, but it's not uh, ex exclusive. Like you, it's very inclusive. Like I, I, you know, people do get intimidated more in the Star Trek world, I think, than they do the Star Wars world, but Star Wars is catching up. There's so many ancillary characters that are not ancillary that are, that are really at the forefront of their own little story. And it's, uh, what's great is that you don't, you, you won't look at somebody and look down on them for not knowing as much as you do about Star Wars or any given character or story. Um, it's great, dude. It's like, it's like when you go to Comic-Con, you're like, who cares? Everybody has yep. their own level and how deep they want to swim in the pool. Right. And it's fun. Yeah. yeah. We, we obviously love it a great deal. <laughs> um, yeah. is there anything from, do you have a favorite moment from filming and part B tell us one with Carrie Fisher? Cause we, uh, we love Carrie Fisher a great deal here on this podcast. Uh, man. Yeah. I mean, I do too. And I feel, you know, hindsight's 2020, but I, I was such a fan before I met her and before I worked with her th that I truly appreciated every moment that I got to work with her. And, uh, you know, after someone's gone is when you really go, Oh man, those were great moments. I felt that when I was in those moments, you know, she's mm -hmm. just, I mean, incredible. And, um, 
so yeah, I mean, I, I'd say it's one and the same. The first time that I stepped, um, like walking into the Millennium Falcon for the first time, I wasn't in the scene. It wasn't me. I was there visiting JJ. I, I had a wardrobe fitting and I was like, hey, can I go to the set? And they're like, yeah. So they drove me over to the set. I, I'm JJ. I'm on my way. He's like, oh, this is a good day. You're going to love this. And he had <laughs> obviously been there and, and worked with them to recreate it and everything. But walking into the cockpit and walking on that set for the first time, it was it was so weird. I mean, I've been doing this for over 20 years, and that was one of the greatest um, hair-raising, you know, goosebump moments that I've ever had. And uh, and then a couple days later, I found myself in my first scene, which was opposite Carrie, um, and she's scolding me uh, in The Force Awakens. She's <laughs> scolding me, and then she walks towards me. So here's Carrie, right? And so it's an over – this would be an over the – palm but anyway it's an over the shoulder of her and she's berating me and then she walks oh no sorry i'm sorry i'm the camera right so the camera was here it was over my shoulder to her and she says her lines and then she's like come on snap whatever and then she walks away tore right towards me she's supposed to wipe camera go right past the mat box no she walks right up to me and wraps her arms around me and grabs my ass and I was like, nice. Uh, exactly what I said. I was like, nice. And I was, I mean, this is Carrie Fisher. I'm reading off camera lines, my lines, but still. Um, and I was, and she, this is who she was. She wasn't be better, bigger, more important than anyone else. Like she was, I mean, you could, if you, if she wasn't dressed as Princess Leia, if she wasn't, uh, you know, um, uh, you know who she was you think oh she's on the crew she's just the one of one of everybody she's like one of the guys one of the girls she was the greatest man and immediately uh made me feel like we're on par we're on the same level and and i was by the way i'm standing there and she you know let's go and she walks away and she's laughing and jj walks right up to me and whispers he's like welcome to star wars and i was like <laughs> here we go and i'll give it right back i mean i'm i love just being you know, as actors, you have to trust. You have to you have to know that if you try something, someone's going to catch you. If you fall, it's okay. It's like you know, emotionally and and whatever. And she just immediately let me know. Yeah, we're here. You know, as long as you're prepared, we're going to have a great time. And we then became really, you know, uh, you know, close on set. And uh, and Billy, her her daughter, could not have been more wonderful. And um, it was tough getting through the the second movie when we had to do. Uh, scenes, you know, with her mom being there and not being there. So it was, um, I'll just, that, that's something that I'll always, always cherish. And then, and then there's a, there's one scene. I'm not answering your question at all. I'm rambling. I mean, Go God, damn, it. it's not, it's not even the black squadron. It's the snap Wexley podcast. What <laughs> hey, that's all good. Hey, yeah. yeah. This is, this is when Poe is, is, is going snap, stop talking. We're attacking. You've got to, you're rambling, buddy. Uh, no, this um, there's a shot, you know, this is when when I, I had just come back from recon snap had done recon and, and, and I'm standing there and, I, and I'm looking at everybody and telling them what's going on. And Boyega's there and, and uh, um, you know, Carrie's there and, and Harrison's there and everybody's there. It's R2D2 and C3PO. Anthony's there. And that moment was incredible. That was like, what is happening? And I actually have the still of that moment. And I'm wearing orange, you know, so it's like I was kind of standing out. I mean, that's just it doesn't get any better than that in any way, shape or form as an actor. It's just very, very cool. Have, did you uh, did you keep anything from set? Any of them? Um, 
I desperately tried. Like they, they're all about. It's like cut. All right, give us everything. Like they, they know what everything's worth now. And I steal <laughs> everything, dude. I love <laughs> stealing shit. I want to pass it down to my kids. And on Star Wars, it was really tough. I, there's a badge. There's a resistance badge that mm-hmm. that all the guys have, and it's that sort of V, you know, kind of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I took that, and then we reshot. I took it again, and then at another, I guess on, <laughs> on the, and then I, I, I guess on Rise Skywalker, I took it again. I have three of them, which is good because I have three boys. So I'll <laughs> yeah, perfect. Them. Yeah, that's good. Perfect. Yeah, and I beg for my helmet, dude. I mean, I'm like, I was I gonna say, them. where's the helmet at? I know. Can you imagine? I, oh, I uh, man. I know. Seriously. I do you have one? Do you have a replica? I do. I was at Disneyland. And I bought one, and I and I have it in the living room. And uh, you know, our living room is not doesn't look as cool as your office right there, BP. But uh, but like, I look at this, dude. I love this. I mean, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> you have to love custom card backs. I know. But this is Star Wars and Star Trek. It's just so yeah, cool. That's incredible. Um, but uh, what was I saying? The um, fuck, I forgot what I was just saying. Um, what was I just saying? Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, our living room. <laughs> so I have the, oh, the helmet, and I have it just you know, like there's living room furniture. We got a couch and whatever, and I have it underneath this glass table thing. And people will. It's not prominently displayed, but people will be over and they'll be like. No way! And I'm like, <laughs> I bought it at Disneyland for thirty dollars. <laughs> all, all my Star Wars stuff is where I'm sitting. Like my wife is pretty cool about it, but yeah. I try to put things in our living room that magically find their way back into my studio. Um, I, I drew a picture no of Claude and framed it. Oh, really? And, and put it in the living room. It was there for three days, and I heard her go, "Babe." <laughs> <laughs> and she was um, no man i'll move a spoon in the kitchen and my wife's like who what happened why is this why is this here no it needs to be there um claude man now you're bringing up something that was just another moment that was just so awesome and got cut out and i hope it's in um the dvd or the extras um i haven't seen it yet but i haven't seen any of the extras but um when they all when they all come, we come back from the first mission or whatever, and um, they, oh, actually, they land, and we're putting out the fire underneath the Falcon and, and all of that, and then they, they have a scene, they have a scene, whatever, and then J.J. had me stand next to Claude, because you see Claude fixing something, and there's actually another scene with Claude that uh, I remember J.J. shot that got cut, but um, which was really, it was, it was really awesome. It was just one of those Star Wars moments you're like, who the hell is that guy? You know what I mean? It's the first time you're seeing him and they're in the middle of action. <laughs> so because of that, he uh, standing outside the ship, I'm standing there and Claude's standing there and everybody's running around the background. And I'm like, Hey, who's this? <laughs> and that's, that's my, that's literally all I say. And it is so funny. It's a shot of the two of us. And at celebration, the one that you guys went to, or, you know, talked about, um, that's where he showed us the, the still of that. And, and when you're not allowed to have uh, cameras or anything on the set. And I, uh, Oscar was like, do you have your phone? I'm like, yeah, he goes, hand me your phone. And so while I was shooting that moment, Oscar took these great shots of us, um, of me and uh, Claude and I have them and I love them. That, that character was just amazing, man. Amazing to look at that. And there's like three people involved <laughs> in that character. It's great. 
<laughs> Star Wars is crazy like that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, what color would your lightsaber be? Wow. Wow. I think it would be filled with ranch dressing. So. Yeah, I, I, I'll go, I'll go blue. I just love like a blue, like a blue, as long as a blue that no one else has lightsaber color. I was going to say black. Imagine a black lightsaber. Invisible. You know, you hear it, but you can't see it. That would be pretty cool. But that's too evil. It's too dark side. I think I think blue would be good. Mine mine would just sort of change colors. You know, it'd be like, like a, a, a disc party, party saver. Yeah. Instead of the the lightsaber sound when you start it, it just goes. Yeah, exactly. Every time, saber clap on. I use the clapper. You cut off your leg like every other day. Right. right. Random clapping. I just posted a uh, on Twitter. I don't know if people follow me on Twitter, but at Greg Grunberg on Twitter, and there's this guy, and and uh, all I'll say is uh, it's a recent post, and it looks like he's got a lightsaber in his pants, and it is insane. It's like, <laughs> what is this guy doing? Uh, speaking, of, speaking of social media, I saw you on your Instagram story. You said your quarantine name is the last thing you ate, and your high school mascot. Yeah, well, what's fun. yours? Uh, so Mine was last night. I had a little vanilla ice cream, and I the Uni High Warriors. So I am Vanilla Warrior. <laughs> All right, let's go around. BP, what about you? Um, cheese stick bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, keep going. Uh, I'm a mini burger hawk. I don't even know if that one's a good one. Mini Burger Hawk. Slider Not Hawk. Guy you want to go into battle with. Slider. That's good. See, David. Mine would, mine would be uh, Papa John's Buffaloes. <laughs> Papa John's Buffaloes. Buffalo. Right. Oh, I, uh, I guess it'd be Ham Sandwich, ham sandwich uh, Wildcats. <laughs> I can imagine your character would look like Quan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's there I only have one more question for you and I'm gonna have Slate ask it because I've heard him ask other Star Wars folks this question. Um and uh, Warwick Davis was probably my favorite reply. <laughs> so go ahead, Slate. Yeah, so I gotta know if um where would you rather go if you can pick the Jedi Academy or Hogwarts? And give me a reason. Wow. Wow. Um, Hogwarts. You're going to throw a Harry Potter in here? <laughs> to the, the Star Wars? With innocent questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. I'm going to go Hogwarts. I, I'm gonna, because I am the worst pilot in, on the planet. <laughs> I've proved that in Lost. I've proved it in Star Wars. It's just, I can't. I can't keep a plane or a spacecraft in the air, so I might as well get my hand at the wizardry. You can't. You can't even get in the right vehicle. Right. Exactly. I didn't even crash my own jet. Oh boy, it's smart though. You preserved your A wing. Exactly. Yeah. Which, by the way, here it is. I got the uh, the Lego A wing, man. I've got a, nice. I got a Lego A wing. 
Did, um, did you did you prefer the A wing or the X wing? Oh, I I liked graduating up to a different you know um, ship. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. And then uh, you know the fact that they were making a, a Lego out of it and it's in a bigger box, more more pieces. <laughs> I did a time lapse on my. I did a time lapse on my Twitter feed of me building it, and it's oh my god, it was so much fun, so <laughs> much fun, man, making my own thing, and then that my little character, oh god, it's just the best. Where is it? Oh, here it is. <laughs> I mean, this this didn't come. That's not my Lego guy, but I mean, come on, dude, what? <laughs> what? And look how thin. Come on. <laughs> I love if I were you. I'm not ashamed to say I would totally dress like that just in general. All the time? Yeah. <laughs> to just go outside, get one of your awesome cars, and just full X-Wing get up. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it when people send me photos, and they're like, dude, I was you for Halloween, or I went to went to the Comic-Con as you, and they send me photos. It's just the best. It's the best. You know, other people, like, shy away at that stuff, and, and – uh, when I go to Comic-Con, all I want to do is walk the floor and hang out and talk to guys, you know, people that are, you know, I, when I you go back in the green room, it's like, <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, they're all really, people are very cool, but they take themselves too seriously sometimes. And I just, I just, I know how lucky I am to be a part of everything I'm, you know, I've been associated with, uh, even in the small way that I have, you know, so it's, it's just a lot of fun. Hey, Craig, this is David. Uh, what was your first reaction when you saw yourself as a figure or... Uh, well, I, I, I usually do. I play with myself a lot. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, you know, that's always <laughs> been a problem. Uh, and it's always. Yeah. And, oh, and oh, oh, is that what we're talking about? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, dude, it's the coolest thing ever. And, and all you want to do, the, here's the thing. It starts with us. It starts with you get into that um, chamber, I, I guess I can call it. And there's, you know, whatever, 45 cameras all around. And you stand there and, you know, you do the hero pose. And you, if you look at the picture in, um, I'm sure you guys have it, the the glossary of terms and the glossary of characters or whatever they put out. You know, there's this really, I, I just love it. Um, and, and I hold my helmet and you do a bunch of different poses. And it's just the best. It's so cool, like, to know, okay, this could quite possibly, hopefully, last forever. I mean, I've done a lot of stinkeroonies and um, a lot of stuff I'm proud of, but I'll do, you know, if there's something good, good people involved, I don't care if it's a big budget, low budget at this point. I'm, I've been so lucky in my career. It's like, I just have fun working with good people. When you get to do something like that, you know, okay, this is going to be, it's going to be on the shelf. It's going to be, it's going to be on eBay. It's going to be on the shelf. It's going to be in some kids, uh, you know, room and in their heart, it's going to be in a guy like in his fifties, you know, I'm going to be holding that thing and then cherishing it. And my wife's going to go, babe, you know, you're going to get those moments <laughs> with that character. And then it's going to end up at a garage sale and then it's going to end up on eBay again. You know, so it's like it's it's just to know that these things last forever. Again, it's just part of this canon and uh you know I, I can't complain i'm super super lucky you know you've made it because you have a funko pop yeah i mean that's the best and then look at this wait where's that's better than mine i was gonna say you know you made it when you're on ebay <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair i'm on ebay so <laughs> <laughs> see you made it I've got, I've got jj's funko pop around here too you know somewhere yeah i mean i it's all that stuff is is awesome you know they cast movies and tv shows now based on ebay they'll go on ebay and see how many <laughs> items in that character's likeness are available and that tells them how you know because star meters are okay but 
you know, it's just, it's a weird world we're living in. I'm, I'm lucky that I got in, in the, you know, the infancy of it, of, of the whole thing. I mean, heroes was at that big, I mean, even alias was before that, you know, and it's, uh, I don't know. I just been really fortunate. And this is, this is the group of people. If it was, you know, like comedy, if you're, if you're a big comedy star and you walk around, you know, you never know who's going to come up and talk to you. You're like, Who? because I mean, everybody loves a comedy, whatever. There's a certain level of intelligence, dude, to being someone who really appreciates Star Wars and Star Trek. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big, you know, obviously I'm not as big in the Star Trek world, but still it's like there is, you've got to be, you've got to have a smart imagination. So there's a, a real chance you're going to have some great conversations with people when they walk up to you or, you know, why did I say yes to this? Because I knew I was going to talk to you guys exactly like you. I, there's, this is not a surprise. Nice guys that are smart, that are doing something creative and bringing the world smaller, you know, together. It's great. I mean, so, you know, I, uh, again, I keep using the term lucky, but I, I really do feel lucky. Uh, you got, do you guys, anybody else on the line have any questions? Speak now for everyone's peace. Like, I would do, like uh, you guys to check button? out my graphic novel. Uh, check oh, out yeah. my graphic. Uh, oh, yeah, it's sure. called Dream Jumper. Um, and uh, it's super, super cool. It's not available everywhere. Um, put out by Graphics, which is Scholastics. Uh, but I would love to, to know what you think of it. Um, it's, it's about a kid who is able to jump in and out of his friend's dreams and save them from their nightmares. He's a dream jumper. And uh, it came out of my son had a dream. And, and uh, we, we wrote the books on it. I partnered I'm excited with for the uh, inevitable crossover with Freddy Cougar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great for little kids. Yeah, uh, perfect. Your kids, <laughs> your kids will love the book series. It's really fun. Uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely look, look into that. Um, okay. Is that, that out or coming out? Or when, uh, uh, no, it's out. There's two books in the series out already. We're working on the third. Okay, yeah, it's, awesome. it's, it's actually pretty popular with kids. It's like a... Um, you know, it's a it's a young reader, but it's not. I mean, it's I, I sign a lot of them at Comic Cons now. People love it, and we're we're going to be turning it into a, a TV series or a streaming, you know, series. Yeah, oh, cool. Oh, actually, speaking of that, uh, assuming that it's still happening, are you scheduled or planning on doing Star Wars Celebration? Yes, absolutely. Um, they've already got me booked. I'll be in the tops booth, and then um, and then they have me doing a couple other things. Actually, I think a panel and something else, but. Yeah, I mean, I hope, man. We got to all just keep doing what we're doing, and uh, I think we're, you know, we're going to be okay. But it's it's really scary, dude. It's this week is going to get much much worse. It's it's really frightening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And I, I live in D.C. and there's no technical government for D.C. So it's kind of just. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, do what you want. I know, and it's crazy, and it's like. You know, I just saw this thing in uh, Belarus. They it was just on CNN. They had this where the um, for some reason, like the the president of Belarus is like ah. He he actually said he was he was in a hockey game. There was a, a, a packed house. This was yesterday, dude. Yesterday. <laughs> and they interview him, and he says, "I'd rather be alive standing up than die. no. I'd rather be alive standing up than than dead on my knees." Ha ha ha! Nothing to worry about. And you're just thinking, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, dude, you are about if, if if I mean, can you imagine our president just like in the moment of this, like just on the ice, you know, just skating around, having a good time? You're like, what are you doing? So I, uh, oh, yeah, man. it's. It's it's going to get worse this week, and just hold your loved ones close, and and uh, take care of your parents and your grandparents, man, because mm -hmm. 
people are getting hit hard. It's 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 tough. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we are all social distancing really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for thousands of miles apart. <laughs> I know that's true. And thank you for giving me a little bit of a break. I mean, this is awesome. I love this. And uh, you know, if you uh, if you ever uh, want me on again or whatever, let me know, and 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 I'd be happy to come back on. Greg, we can't thank you enough for coming on our podcast. Appreciate your time and everything you've done for pop culture and nerddom as a whole. Thanks again, Greg.